The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Middle of July and we have an All-Ireland Senior Hurling final to be played this Sunday between Limerick going for the three in a row, four out of five against the county which has set the standards in the 21st century, Kilkenny. Still managed by Brian Cody, as we discussed on last night's programme, the extraordinary record he's had. But John Kiley has done brilliantly in recent years too. So, Seamus Hickey, part of the Limerick squad that made the breakthrough, and James E. O'Connor, former All-Ireland winner with Clare, are with us to preview the big game. And Seamus Hickey, I want to start with Keen Lynch. Arguably, one of, well maybe the best of the Limerick players of recent years. He tore his hamstring against Waterford in April. He made his return for the last 13 minutes of the semi-final against Galway. But it's been reported that he's been in a protective boot this week after turning his ankle in training. Surely he doesn't have enough game time in him or the fitness to be risked in this final, does he? It doesn't look good. And this is the danger, I suppose, with the two-week turnaround any small things that happen um, the week leading in or even this is just the the week, maybe 10 days after the semi-final. So any small things that happen in such a short turnaround between semi-final and final are likely, you know, likely rule you out of a game. And Kean, you know, arguably, you know, came on in the semi-final, wasn't really to the full pace of the game, neither was, was Peter Casey, but getting him on the field was seen as a, as a little victory. Uh, you know, to get them game time and to get them into the championship speed, but this is this is a setback. You know, this is a setback for Limerick because, like you said, this is I view Keen as as probably Limerick's generational talent that stands above, you know, what we've produced in the last ten years and uh, that twenty years. Um, so it is a loss, uh, and his influence in the squad and and around around the team would still be felt. He's a he's a superb leader, um, but just even having the possibility of having him on the field would always have been a lift. The, the cheer he got when he came on in the semi-final, um, where it was worth a couple of points. Uh, so that's that's what Limerick's going to be missing, I would say. James O'Connor, how serious a blow would it be to Limerick's chances if he's not there? And it looks like he won't be. Yeah, I don't think, Matt. He's he's been named in the official 26 now. You know, we wait obviously until Sunday to see that. But yeah, it's a big blow now. Look at they've done without him, and they've managed to cope for most of the year. But the stiffest test lies ahead on Sunday and, and for me you know it would have been an interesting question and decision for John Kiley because you could make the argument that the balance of the team you know is better with Dan Morrissey maybe at full back Kyle Hayes on the wing where he's you know bomb forward to his telling effect in the last two seasons um, you know big goals in big matches and, and Lynch at centre forward and you can also make the case that you know, both Tom Morrissey and Gerald Hagerty have played better on the wings with, with, with Lynch, obviously, you know, pulling the strings at, at 11. So, yeah, it's a big blow. And from a Kilkenny perspective, that gives you mad, an added lift, you know, feeling that he's unlikely to play, play any part on Sunday. OK, but other than that, do Limerick not have the strength and depth to be able to deal with that, Jamesy? Uh, particularly as well, even when they do make their selection of the final 15, that there are plenty of other subs then ready to come in during the game. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the panel that has been what's, you know, got them over the line, not just this year and previous years as well. And, you know, there was no better, you know, illustration of that than, than the semi-final, you know, the game in the melting pot. And David Reedy comes off the bench, gets three points. Carl O'Neill, you know, comes on, makes a contribution. Connor Boylan has done it. And obviously Peter Casey now has another two weeks training and, and game time under his belt. So, yeah, that that's certainly, um, you know, a strength that Limerick, that Limerick have. But, Matt, you're, you're losing as... as 
Seamus said a generational player a special player a player that can just produce that moment of magic and you know not having him certainly Limerick are, are a lesser force and uh, you know it's 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 you, you feel that as well that look these, these reserves like Limerick have, have, you know they think this is their seventh game you know they, they won the All-Ireland last year playing four um, and they've had to go to the well deeper much deeper than in previous years I mean obviously you know Watford asked questions Tip asked questions in Munster and obviously the two games were clear and even Gore with the last day you know Limerick has to really dig it out and if Kilkenny can take them down the stretch on Sunday and be there with 10 minutes left the reality is that Limerick all they've done they still haven't beaten Kilkenny in a big game in Croke Park um, and the Grim Reaper stands ready to pull the rug off from that three in a row so Matt, it's 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 the game. I think the neutralism we we all we all wanted, and we're hopefully going to get it on Sunday. Is this thing about Kilkenny relevant, really, Seamus? I know. I mean, the last the final between the two counties was back in two thousand and seven. Yes, it was a semi final victory for uh, Kilkenny a few years ago. But is there really this sort of Kilkenny bogey on the Limerick back? I I, I think there's a lot of projection. Uh, to be honest, when it comes to this Kilkenny team, um, in, especially in recent years. So what I would say, and I do think that the 2019 version of this Kilkenny team has, is largely intact and is better than what Limerick played uh, in the semi-final in 2019. So, you know, I, I fully believe that, you know, despite or unlike the Waterford and the Cork teams that Limerick have played in the last two finals, this is a far more seasoned team and a team that's been together longer and knows each other better. But it's not related to the the super team. Uh, I would say of of the 2010s, those players have have since gone. The holdovers are are TJ essentially part of maybe from 2015. They're they're winning, but you know, largely it's it's a group that, is, that are together on their own merits and have made this final on their own merits and not on the the the, the Kilkenny tradition. I would have said so. There's a small bit of projection there. Uh, the bogeyman, I feel, was exercised a little uh, with that victory in Central Stadium 2018, where it was a, you know, a do-or-die match that was in the melting pot in injury time when Tom Morrissey scored that point off the wing. Uh, you know, a lot of that, a lot of the monkeys that were that were hiding on people's backs there were, were removed that day, I believe. So this is a this is a different Kilkenny team, and this is. Uh, you know, a legitimate Kilkenny team, but but not not previous generation. Yeah, and I mean, has it been in some respects almost fortunate this year in that it came up against a clear team that might in the semi final might have been exhausted by its monster championship battles with Limerick. That much of what we've seen from Galway or from Kilkenny, sorry, this year losing heavily the semi-final of the league to Cork in as much as that matters, but also losing a couple of games in the Leinster Championship, that this is nowhere near the vintage of previous Kilkenny teams, Seamus. So uh, what I would say to that, no, I, I was doubtful of this Kilkenny team earlier in the year and I was, I was proved wrong in the Leinster final by a very, very strong display, a very collected display, um, a, a team that I think mentally is very solid and very mature. And, I, and, and that stands to what I was talking about. From 2019, this team has been together and they've experienced some lashes and they've been written off a number of times in the last three years. And the final defeat to Tipperary in 2019, regardless of circumstances, was a sting and a really sore one to take. So they've been through that. They've, they've lived through it. And this year, when I doubted them, and I, I didn't think that they were up to much after the Leinster Championship uh, and picked Godway for the Leinster final, they showed that they're very much capable of, of causing you know, any team problems. And Galway aren't a bad team. They showed that in the semi-final against Limerick. Um, so 
I do think that there's, there's a lot to this Kilkenny team. Yes, I think they're fortunate that they met a Clare team that seems to have been mentally broken after giving everything and still losing uh, after two efforts against Limerick. But I still think Kilkenny have done their business. They've done it well uh, and they're, they're in the final on merit. Okay, James O'Connor, would it be fair to say that under Brian Cody, successful Kilkenny teams have tended to physically dominate, but that coming up against Limerick, they might find it very hard to do that. Yeah, I think it's a fair point, Matt. I mean, I think Cody, you know, the game has obviously moved on and, and you know, but I think he's evolved and moved on as well. And, you know, he was lucky and has been lucky over the years to, to have, you know, physically imposing players, you know, Brian Hogan at centre-back, Nordicke at full-back, Gary Kling, Michael Fenley, you know, Henry Sheffin, etc. And, you know, Limerick, certainly size-wise match up better than, than any other team, um, you know, to, to, to kick any. So I don't think they'll be able to physically, you know, bully Limerick the way them, you know, that, that team in its prime was able maybe to bully opponents in the in the past. But I don't think in a way, Matt, that they've they've got the credit that maybe they, they deserve to any because, you know, the, the, the Leinster final display against Gallup was efficient and it maybe got downplayed given, you know, how poor the game was in comparison to the Munster final 24 hours later. And against Clare, Kilkenny could only do what Kilkenny did and, and you know Clare, were, Clare weren't simply allowed to play and I know they shot 24 wise and the performance was below par but Kilkenny were still excellent shot 219 from play only one wide in the first half and were ruthlessly efficient and they're coming to the boil at the right time Matt and, and you get a sense that they feel now that you know he knows he's best 15 um, the forwards have got form confidence momentum at the right time and you know, Limerick, by contrast, maybe, you know, the finishing line can come quick enough for them. So I, I think Kenny will feel that listen, if they can take Limerick, you know, deep into the second half and, and the game is in the melting pot, and they have every chance and that belief and that tradition will still be there. But your first point about not being able to physically dominate Limerick, that's very relevant given, you know, the physicality that Kyle Hayes and Dermot Burns and, you know, Garot Hagerty bring. And that, that obviously is something that, that, that Kenny, you know, haven't met um, and other teams probably don't don't have. What about the weather, Seamus? Because there can be, can't have been too many occasions in which many of these players would have played in 27 degrees in Crow Park. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a, a muggy one for the middle of July and it kind of does bring into question the, the date of this All-Ireland final and everything I would imagine will be reviewed at the end of this year. But I, I think that the players have... They've experienced a lot of different things over the last couple of years. I can remember games at Limerick where we just did a five-minute warm-up um, because of the heat in the Gaelic grounds against Tipperary in 2013 and 14. Um, you know, you just you adapt. Uh, you take on a lot of water, and you you basically you, you you're conditioned to thrive in any situation. I don't think it's going to be a major issue. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be warm. It's going to be great for spectators and supporters. You need a hell of a lot of sun cream, I would say, but. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a major factor in the game. Uh, and Limerick's conditioning is super. I know it's, I know it's, uh, it's been tested over the last number of, of months in the championship this year. So I don't think they're going to be worried. You see, James, he, Seamus says it'll be warm. It's not just going to be warm. It's going to be roasting hot. And that's a really interesting point as well. About how long do you spend out on the pitch beforehand in those conditions? Yeah, and I, I think listen, both sets of management sort of weighed that up, and you know they, they'll adjust accordingly. And I think they'll they'll cut their cloth 
um, to suit the measure and it doesn't make any sense to be out in the pitch for 40-45 minutes before before it's throwing you know in, in broiling heat you know what's forecast for the for the weekend but I think Matt listen these, these two teams are both superbly conditioned um, you know I think Brian Cody has said that this is probably the best prepared kick any team that he's been involved in and, and that's obviously you know the advances in sports science and you know nutrition and, 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 and so on and Limerick you know Limerick have shown you know Deep obviously went to extra time in the Munster final. Um, you know, and they, they they finished strong. They obviously finished strong um, the, the, the last day. So I don't have any issue with either side's uh, either side's conditioning. But Matt, they're going to come at it and start knocking each other over like skittles. You imagine early on. So <laughs> like that that conditioning will be tested. And uh, you know, certainly the exchanges. If if it, if it turns out to be the type of game we're expecting, where there's no quadrilateral given, uh, you know. It, 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 Fellas' metal is and their conditioning is going to be put to the test. Okay, Seamus, what about all the controversy about Hawkeye? I mean, it's a bit of a gamble, isn't it, putting it back in place? Because can you only imagine the fuss is going to be if there's any contentious scores involving it? Yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure how how important it's going to be. Uh, really, I, I do think you know before Hawkeye, we we talked to the umpire, and at the end of the day, a score here or there. You know, you can you can blame one score in in, in, a, in a tight game, but realistically, you know, the, the better team I think emerges. Um, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't read too much into it. I do know that it's an exceptionally reliable suffer, and the statistics back that up across a number of sports. So it's it's not something that you think that okay. uh, a well-established technology is going to blow up in 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 our time. All right, okay. Predictions, Seamus. I know you want Limerick to win. But how confident are you that you will? Listen, I'm not as confident as I was the last two years. That's the truth of it. Um, I, I fully feel that if the Limerick Car Forward line, if Tom Morris and Grohl Hager can lift their performances from earlier this year, if the Limerick Car Forward line dominates, they win, they win this game. Uh, and I think they win it by three or four. What do you think, Jamesy? Well, the closer it gets, Matt, the more, the more nervous I'd be if I was a Limerick supporter, especially now. You know, if they're going to be minus uh, minus Lynch, but I think the one missing gap in this Limerick team CV is the fact that they haven't beaten Kilkenny in a big in a big game in Croke Park. I don't think they've forgotten 2019. And to their credit, this team has produced and saved their best performance for the year in the All Ireland final. They did that in 2020 and 2021. I think Kyle Hayes is centre forward. I think he's back to his best. I think if he delivers and is one of those rampaging performances and Galan fires up front, I think they'll get the job done. James James O'Connor, Seamus Hickey, thank you both very much for joining us. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.